Welcome to What Do You Like? This is Maria and Ryan for another episode where it's just the two of us. Mm. And yeah. we're going to be talking about what Ryan likes. Mm. How are you doing, Ryan? Doing well. I am uh, pretty stoked that next week is going to be warm. And that's it. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I like about next week. <laughs> and wait, daylight savings. What day is that? Best day of the year, Daylight Savings Day. It is every runner's like favorite holiday. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, it's uh, like the fourteenth. That's so, like a week from now. It is. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, but much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> life just got a little bit better. Yep. But we're going to be talking about what Ryan likes. So, Ryan, mm. question of the day. <clears throat> mm, okay. What do you like? So this is uh, I, a somewhat controversial topic um, for me, for, <laughs> for a lot of people. I think uh, there is a stigma around this. Um, people have this perception of it. It really drives people away at the mention of it. And I think it's unfair because it's country music. Yep. So... Uh- music my friend <laughs> here's the way the way i see things i think you can like you can like or not like any type of music right like mm-hmm. like not everyone you can not like country music i know some people really like it some people really really don't like it and i'm kind of in my, between that those two okay and my what I'm going to try to get across today is that country, there is bad country music, just like there's bad all types, of, all types of music, right? Yeah. But I don't think, I think that a lot of people don't give it a chance just because there's the stigma around it and they're associating it with the, the worst of it. Yeah, my case, it's bro country. Bro country is probably <laughs> my least favorite genre of music, period. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's fair. But I, I just think people shouldn't associate all the whole genre of country music with bro country. Music. No. And I, I just, also don't think that people should be hated on for liking bro country music because like, to, only to me, because I like bro reggae music. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Like slightly stupid is one of my favorite bands, and they're yeah. technically a reggae band, reggae band, but they're not. And a lot of people make fun of slightly stupid fans because they're like, "This isn't reggae music. This is just white guys trying to do reggae music." I but mean, I just like the band. Stupid. Yeah, dude. One of my favorite songs, much to my chagrin, is "Porn Star Dancing" by Darkest Days. <laughs> spelled with a z what is that is that bro reggae it is not bro reggae what is it, it is. Uh, if if chad kroger could be a type of if could be a genre of music is basically oh like, <laughs> sleaze uh, it is a sleaze oh it's one it of your favorites song. honestly yeah like it's, it's got a it's got a really good beat and i don't even just like the original. I like it with a guest verse by Ludacris. Oh, nice. <laughs> it literally starts with a guy going, this woman doesn't want to fuck me right now. This woman is just being a bitch. But guess what? Mandy's put her number on the bathroom stall and I'm going to go see her because she wants <laughs> to have sex and I want to have sex with her. And like I'm going to this club and there she is dancing all and I am having a blast and I'm just like Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but it, as uh, I think a, a, one of my bosses once told me sometimes you just need sleaze <laughs> I, like, I agree with that I agree with that there's there's songs I like that are there's no reason why I should like it, but I just like it. <laughs> what I would want to hear is a gender swapped version of porn star dancing. I think mm. that if it was an all female band and mm. they were basically singing like Brandon won't leave me empty handed, got a number on a bathroom stall, <laughs> you mm. know? <laughs> yeah. 
Brady just brought way too much baggage and that shit just gets old. Or like Sammy's gonna save himself for marriage, but that's not my style. (laughs) Like all guys. And I'm like, yes, make it so. I want that to happen. (laughs) I think if uh, there's a band called Otep, they do more hardcore, but they did a cover of Royals by Lord. I Mm. think they would do a really good cover, uh, do a gender swap version of that. But I mean, their lead singer is a lesbian, so she just might do a straight up cover of it mm. <laughs> if yeah. if they ever felt like it. But it is yeah. um, this guy. These guys were signed onto Chad Kroger's record label. And when I saw that, mm. I was like, well, I have gone past the point of no return. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. OK. Continue, we'll continue on to country. <laughs> OK. Country is like such a very it's a very diverse genre right there's a there's a lot of different styles a lot of different artists that take in a lot of different directions but the core of country music to me is storytelling Mm -hmm. um either from personal experience or a lot of the artists that i like tell stories of other people yeah also and i sent you a list and we'll, we'll i'll ask you what you think of it but you know you can have country music that is uh, satirical like Johnny Cash there's, there's a song on the list that I sent you the one on the one right on is on the left, the left. yeah yeah right it's political it's political it's satirical you can also have extremely like autobiographical just like gut-wrenching songs like Coal Miner's Daughter by yeah. Loretta Lynn which is like literally her experience of growing up dirt poor to the point where the only luxury she could her family could afford wear shoes at Christmas. Yeah. Um, and that, then, yeah, it's just like, to me, country music is you're seeing, uh, it's just like people's humanity, just like front and center. And the yeah. best country music is the music that that sincerity is obvious, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think bad country music you can tell when it's insincere and it's not coming from like a real place for the artist. Yeah. I think the thing, the other thing I really like about country music is that it is extremely direct. There's no, there's no misinterpreting it. There's no like, Oh, like, what does that lyric mean? It's like, no, you know exactly what it means. It's telling you straight up. It's, it's sung. The lyrics are sung in a way that that people would speak. Yeah. So that helps with the storytelling. Yeah. You sent me the playlist. And mm. I mean, for the most part, it all follows that vein. Mm-hmm. Some of them I like. Some of them I like the story more than the actual song, where I'm like, mm-hmm. fair enough, needs to tell this story. The story is important. Yep. I don't particularly like how it's being told, but you know, mm-hmm. that's just my personal preference. Yep. The one that sticks in my head that will probably be now in my song rotation is High Woman. Oh, High Woman's great. That. So High Woman's really cool. It is um, really cool. Because it, I heard it before I heard Highway Man. Ah. Um, and just some background on both those songs. Uh, just as a preface, in country music, there's a lot of, um, what's the word? Homages. A lot of like references to older, like a lot of people, a lot of people pull and acknowledge from artists that came before them. Yeah. Um, and the song Keeper of the Flame by Miranda Lambert, that's exactly what it's talking about, where she's like, I'm just in the next generation of artists, but I'm uh, acknowledging that there's all these people before me who paved yeah. the way for where I'm at now. So High Woman is by this uh, super group composed of Brandy Carlisle. She's the biggest name I know. I need to look up the others. There's like oh, Maren Morris, Amanda Shires, and Natalie Hemby. And Yola, um, who I don't and Yola is amazing. She is. Yeah, um, but Her she's not so good. Yes. Okay, that's what stuck out to me as well. Um, but I think Yola is only in a couple songs off that album. She's not like a permanent member. She's a collaborator. She's not she's a collaborator. permanent to the group. Yeah. Yep. So the song "High Woman" is about it's basically this medley of stories of women throughout history who you know have paved the way in a lot of different ways. Like Yola's verse is about the Freedom Riders. I wish I, I don't want to like butcher the history, but basically it's- Summer of 61, she says, it was, if I 
I also don't want to, but I believe the gist of it was it was people trying to gain people of color who was trying who are trying to gain who do a civil rights work in the deep south. It's yeah. very dangerous. So mm -hmm. it's so dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they were basically like rode rode a bus from I forget where to to Alabama. Yeah. Um like weren't allowed to do that. And they were they were met with a lot of like hate and resistance and I think even death like threats. violence, death yeah. threats, yeah. I think um, car didn't make it. They were all killed. Yeah. So that that and then they, they mentioned a woman who was uh, like a tried at the Salem witch trials. Yep. And it's just like I think there's four verses and it just goes into all these different stories. The one, the last one is both interesting and I I don't want to say it's the weakest because they're all very strong, but it was just like a preacher woman. And I don't fully understand, was she killed just because she was teaching? Like, I had a hard time understanding why they didn't like her. Was it because they thought she was some kind of false prophet or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure of the history around that one. I do think all these are based on real people. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I, I was like that. I can't like all the rest. I have an image in my head. You know, mm. this one, I'm like, was there a person like that? It doesn't take away from the idea behind it. Yep. If it's from me where she's talking about how she's doing things for the savior, I'm like, well, if I don't know if it's an act, what, which savior it is, I'm <laughs> going for mother nature and she's just a Wiccan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and she's straight up just telling people witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I get to choose which prophet she wants to support. And I know which one she probably is supporting. But this one just makes me happy. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, that's part, that's art, right? You can put, yeah. put your own meaning behind it. Even yeah. in country music, which there's, they're telling stories of real people, but you can still also pull like your own interpretations from it as well. I'm sure there's an actual person behind that story. I yeah. just, I didn't look into it enough. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that whole song is an homage. It, it literally is a, like a sequel. It sounds exactly the same as the original Highway yeah. Man, yes. which is also from a super group of Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Cash. Yes. I, I'm li I like that you put that one first on the list and then Highway yeah. Man mm -hmm. after because that uh that gave like just because i was like i don't know you know you start at the beginning and mm. it's like okay this is good and then the next one i'm like i get it now this is this is what it's about mm -hmm. um and so highway man same exact thing like talking about i assume these are also like specific stories but also but it's like he talks about the highway man like a, a highway patrol man a sailor a dam builder all these guys who, you know, their stories are probably just not known or like not told. Um, yeah. And that was the theme of High Woman as well. Yes. Um, so those two songs in combination, I think, epitomize in many ways the best things about country music. Yes, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. I was th giving this thought more and I was saying to myself like, why do I, because I can agree with you that that song's very good and to the point where I put High Woman into my song playlists for repeated listen. Yes, we got you, <laughs> got one. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, well, why don't I go and look, why didn't I find them sooner? Why did it take me to this point to find them? Because like we talked about earlier, you know, in the previous episode, the reason why I found Nightwish was because I was looking for female fronted bands. This is a female mm. super group. Mm. Why can't, why didn't they pop up? And it's probably because I can tolerate bad metal more. One of my favorite songs is a really bad metal song. <laughs> And I, and I'm just like I like the sleazier version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but country, bad country for me, 
is like it, there is a bit of a story to it because I when we were at WPI freshman year I had a roommate who loved country music power to mm. her great but she liked listening to country music on Pandora and Pandora mm. follows the algorithm where it's like you said you like this song will play this song and others like it over and over and over and over and over again. Mm. And I'm like, if I have to listen to this guy sing about putting his girl on this green tractor and taking mm -hmm. her around the fields one yeah. more time, I'm going to kill, find him and kill him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like not even the roommate, just him. I'm going yeah. to him i can't take it anymore i hate him i hate this song yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a bad song i just can't i just it was every time every day we were she happened to be doing homework and when we were at the same time it was like oh no yeah <laughs> oh but god I that music it, it just like characterizes yeah. it's a caricature and it can also my problem with it is also characterizes the South. Yes. Where like I, every time I've been to the South, it's been awesome. Like people are nice. It's yeah. warm. People are relaxed. Everyone's chill. Um, yeah. The the music, if you go into a restaurant and hear anyone singing, they're amazing. There's barbecue and it's delicious. <laughs> like I love the South and to hear like, songs that just like characterize it and people like oh that's what the south is like no it, yeah there's a there's always nothing is black and white and yeah. it definitely puts things into a black and white unless you're willing to look into it more and you mm. won't look into it more unless you are given the option mm. of knowing that there's other alternatives to it and i think that yep. also has to do with how everyone's raised because i didn't realize it at the time, I was too young, but my mom loved listening to R.E.M. And I didn't know mm. until later when I started listening to the band. I was like, oh, my God, we listen to this song all the freaking time. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't think my mom was a huge country listener or my dad. My dad's definitely a classical music. He liked swing. Oh, Nice. And the Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone was obsessing over the, the latest, like, girl uh boy groups you know at uh, when we were little and i was like i like the beach boys <laughs> oh the beach boys are great they beach are. Boys are awesome yeah i just couldn't we we were we for growing up both growing up in massachusetts we never ran into each other so i couldn't commiserate with you about it instead i had to be the odd one out <laughs> yeah yeah the beach I boys never... the beach boys like everyone's makes a big deal about the beatles but the beach boys are like oh, american Amer they're like the american beatles I think if, if Brian Wilson didn't have just like super issues, like they would have, they would have, I think they could have been as big as the they had a They had a connection to the Manson family. And that, yeah, and if they didn't that, have, if they didn't have didn't issues. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That did not help. Did not help. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up listening, like that was the bands I liked and it was just, so it, the transition to rock and emotion mm. yep. in metal mm. was much easier for me and you know when when you're listening to the radio and the only thing deemed country is florida georgia line mm. yeah <laughs> you're not gonna want to listen to yeah. more country yeah you're like this is the thing that people like yeah. Why do I want to listen to what people like? I don't want to mm. wade through the crap of what people like and everything else that they like mm. that I deem crap to get to the stuff I I prefer. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, I'm, gl I'm glad you like the High Women. I would recommend I think they only have one album. Yeah. I mean, they it, all have careers, right? I know. This yes. This is like a high. Yeah, it's Oh, no, they came up with a song last year. I got to Oh no. Or oh, it's Yola. Oh, Yola featuring the high women. Ooh. Oh, I got I got to listen to that. Yeah, that one um, sounds good. But this does seem like a one-time project that maybe some like years from now they'll make another one or something. But yeah. listen to it. It's the whole thing is great. They when they performed live, uh, who was Shania Twain was with them. Oh, I ha I haven't seen any live stuff. 
I was watching live because Ooh. I wanted to see them. I just wanted to see a recording of it live. Were they good? Yeah. Very nice. good. Cool. Very good. It's nice. funny because I one of the things I do while I'm listening is I'll read through the comments and in, in between just the countless praise of the song, some guys like they're all washed up and their careers are over. Yeah. Someone wrote underneath Dude. like they they all have careers solo careers right. yeah <laughs> like they're Brandy not Car- done yeah what, what are you talking about he's like lols mm. <laughs> he yeah. yeah right and i'm like yeah i don't even mm. like country and i know who brandy carlisle is oh yeah she's one i feel like brandy carlisle is one of those like powerhouse kind of like under the radar people yeah who is just like involved in so much stuff yeah but also super talented and Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, like but, this, yeah this is a culminate this is the same thing with like the highwaymen and that power group is they all had other stuff going on and they came together and they're like we will give you what you want mm-hmm. yep. use it wisely yep Marin morris i think she was in a really popular like pop song the middle by zed mm-hmm. oh, it's, zed. A, it's just it's like a pop song and that was with Marin morris she's she is country but it was kind of like a yeah country a- crossover thing happening yeah yeah there's uh one of my um favorite musicians is uh lizzie hale lizzie and hale. lizzie hale from Hailstorm. Mm. uh she and her brother founded this band when they were 13 they are just a, they're like the hardest working band i've read about and she does collaborations with other genre bands like she's done collaboration with a country band she did a collaboration with the who not the who that you're thinking of you think you want the hu right H-U. yes yeah. she did a collaboration with them and she did a collaboration with um uh lindsey sterling oh lindsey sterling's awesome yeah she did a yeah. really that was used to be like the song i listened to on repeat when i was running because mm. it's a really powerful song, but Lizzie What's it called? It's a uh, shatter, shatter me, mm. I believe. Mm. Cool. It's really neat. They performed it on America's Got Talent, and you because remember Lindsey Sterling was on America's Got Talent, and they basically ripped her to shreds. <laughs> they said her really, singer. yeah. They they were like, you want to dance and perform with with the violin? Yeah, we don't see that happening you sound like crap it was like that and she left and she ended up so now she was performing on america's got talent and she had to go they gave me such a good kick in the pants for me to kickstart my career and she told them like at one point her dream was to be like on wires and like mm-hmm. you know being pulled through the air while playing the violin and they're like that's that sounds like a really dumb idea and so her performance started with her being dropped onto the stage via wires mm. yeah <laughs> and i'm like this is literally all the middle fingers yeah <laughs> if she wasn't <She's>... mormon <laughs> she would she would have straight up oh. them off or playing <laughs> oh. she's she's just so cool she's a pretty she's a hard worker yeah she's so yeah uh but i think it's really good that they that different genres work together because mm-hmm. the reason why lizzie hale does it is to get people her fans interested in other genres Mm. and also to get the people who are interested in the other genres interested in her Mm. you know yeah yeah that's awesome yeah smart yeah the other song that stuck out to me was code of many colors Mm. yes yes that's a great song one of the one of which i was chuckling about because I'm like, this is literally the most astute, like what, six-year-old ever because she's wearing a raggedy jacket and everyone's making fun of her. And she's like, you don't understand. It's made with love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mama made it for me and it's made with love. And I'm like, no kid (laughs) ever said that. (laughs) 
<laughs> like yeah. at least for long no kid mm. was like so convinced wholeheartedly that they're right and everyone else is wrong making fun of their clothes because kids are assholes and it's really easy to shout someone down so i like the song i'm just like i can't believe <laughs> i yeah. can't believe that this is actually a child talking <laughs> yeah yeah you can you can suspend your disbelief and say this is do- dolly in it's hindsight dolly. putting yeah. herself being able to articulate it but I can't put myself in her shoes. I actually don't know her backstory as well as I know Loretta Lynn's. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to say Dolly was, I mean, I think this is autobiographical. I think she also grew up pretty, pretty yeah. poor. Yeah. Um, and then she got a, an amusement park based on her and then she made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's, it's the storytelling. It's like, there's a lot of like family themes in country music. Yeah, um, the... Dolly Parton's song kind of struck me in a different way, I think, than she intended, because the main theme was the mom is making the best of a bad situation. Yeah. It's not about like, I know the other part was Dolly Parton as a child in hindsight being like, no, you mm. don't understand. This is made with love. Love is what keeps the family together. I'm trying mm. where, you know, this is, this is something that's really important to me, but it reminds me of um, my parents when they separated, when they divorced, trying to make it make it the best for me mm. because I didn't know, you know, you're what, five? Yeah, I was three when this happened. And like, you don't, a three-year-old doesn't know what's going on. Mm. And the par- my parents might have not liked each other, you know, but they're not going to show it in front of me so they're mm. going to do it do whatever they can to make sure it works for the kid that's yeah. that's parenting right there that's mm. it's hard because you're in a really shitty situation either you're poor or you're or you're you know you're married the married life the thing that the person you love you don't love anymore and it's falling apart and you have to deal with custody agreements and how Mm. things are going to be separated and suddenly you don't maybe you don't even have a house to go you know you have to go back Mm. to somewhere else that's me yeah or you are poor and you don't have like not not the poor part for me but for dolly parton Mm. like you're they're poor they don't have anything and they know mm. what's going to happen when the kid goes to school wearing this shitty clo- like sh- these mm. this shitty raggedy jacket. So what you do is you say it's going to be okay. This is your good luck charm. Yeah. And yep. Here's a similar story, mm-hmm. which yeah. is so sweet. Yeah, that's that's why it's an amazing song, and I think you hit on the theme of like of patchwork, like. And you, you don't have to have grown up poor. You don't have to have had like parents that have divorced, but I think everyone to some extent can relate to the idea of just like, just holding things together. Yeah. And the act of like trying to keep things together and trying to keep, uh, keep everyone safe and loved and happy takes love and takes effort. And that in itself, that's what love is. Yeah. Parenting, yeah, it's, it's parenting at the core is, is mm-hmm. the world might be falling apart, Yep. but if you have a kid, don't let the, the kid has to know it's going to be fine. Yep. Yeah. Because they don't have any foresight. You, and mm-hmm. then you have to teach them how to grow when growing up, how this is just for now and it'll pass mm-hmm. or how to get through tough times. Yep. That's not, that song in particular stuck with me. Yep. Just, I'm like, I can relate to this, mm-hmm. not in the exact sense, but the mom, the mom, definitely. I saw my mom and her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Like it, it's so simple too. That's why country music is, yeah, is great to me because these people are able to like hit a nerve or like hit something that you deeply connect with in very simple language and in very few words. Yeah it's like pure poetry it's just oh it's just it's just so so rich it's like the tomas would be maybe say this metaphor it's just like the richest of soil (laughs) soil yeah (laughs) look at how great it is yeah Uh, on the topic of like cutting lyrics and like pure poetry i want to bring up john prine oh yeah um I don't know if you listen to Sam Stone 
Horror Remembers. Yes, Sam I did. Snow. That was a good one. That was yeah. also good. It was. Yeah. Ugh, that one was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to listen to this. It's tough. It's it's a tough listen. It's very, very sad. The lyric that is just like one of the most brilliant lines I can think of is, uh, so John Prine singing about this this guy named Sam Stone who like went off to war. He had a, a an injury. It sent him home. Like went. Uh, Opioids. Got, got addicted to opo- opioids and then yeah. and then died it's a story that yeah. so many people know yep. whether it's them yep. or a loved one yep yeah because it sneaks up on you mm-hmm. and no one realizes it until it's too late because yep. until recently taking meds taking opo- opioids was considered totally fine like yep. doctor recommended yep yep so the the line in Sam Stone is, "Daddy's got a hole in his arm where all the money goes." Yep. It's like, oh, it just like kills you. It's or horrible. The, or he talks about the gold flowing through his veins. Yep. That's yeah, awful. it's like G- Jesus died for nothing, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, oh. But you can tell he probably knew somebody who had gone through this. Yeah. And had to watch them basically fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you listen to Sam Stone and there's no, there's no way to just like have it on and not be just like enthralled in it mm-hmm. and feel like, feel what John Prine's trying to tell you. Yeah. And, and you she, know when it begins and you get the idea of where it's going, it's like, this isn't going to mm-hmm. end well. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it reminds me, it's, a, there's a band called Sabaton. They're from Sweden. And they are one of the most niche related bands I've ever listened to. And I think you'd like them. They do. They are pretty power metal. They sing about historical battles and historical Mm. war figures. It is all history based. Oh, that's cool. So they've got songs like 40 to 1, which was about the Polish resistance to Nazi occupation, Mm. for example. It's pretty awesome song that's cool my personal favorite is night witches which is about the uh, all-woman russian arrow group like flight group that would turn their engines off as they cross german into the german border so they could drop play drop bombs on the soldiers without them hearing so they sounded like you know wind on brooms Mm. like their wings sounded like brooms flying through the air it is a great song yeah it's good but the song i'm talking about is called to hell and back which is about specifically a famous actor who went to war and when he came back his career continued but he struggled with intense ptsd and Mm. drug addiction where he locked himself for basically i'm gonna say like a weekend in a hotel room with a bunch of drugs and a gun Mm. and he managed to get out but he became very vocal about the struggles of ptsd afterwards Mm. but yeah that song's about his uh his weekend of hell yeah and coming back oh wow i'm gonna have to check them out yeah sabaton's fun they are just a bunch of history nerds (laughs) and they are like like, much like thomas pushing your face into grass and telling (laughs) you gotta love it it's them Showing you stories and being like, just look how awesome this is. Yeah. Look yeah. at what this guy did. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. That's awesome. <laughs> but not to Helen Back. To Helen Back's like, this shit's bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we need to look at this because it's still happening. But John Prine, uh, I, I re- would recommend diving a little deeper into John Prine because not all of his songs are that like sad. Yeah. He's also like pretty funny. He has a yes. lot of like funny satire and he actually just passed away last year um, oh, I didn't know fr- that. from COVID. No. Um, yeah. So that was sad. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. John Prine was, he was a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's very disappointing. Yeah. But gave us great music. So. Yes, he did. Yeah. One song, another song, uh, The Jacket by Ashley McBride. Mm. Yep. Uh, that reminded me of another song by one of my favorite folk 
uh, musicians named Garnet Rogers, who is the brother mm. of Stan Rogers, which I don't think you've ever heard of him, but Stan Rogers was a very well-known folk musician. Hmm. Died in like his twenties in a plane accident. So many plane accidents. Yeah, he died. Like Jeez. it was a real like in the folk commute in the folk musician community. It was like a huge loss. And yeah. but Garnet Rogers is his brother, and he is still alive. And he is he, one of his songs called "Small Victories." Is one of the songs I listen to when I need like to recoup. But the song I'm thinking of is called This Shirt, which mm. you can tell it's basically the same thing as the jacket that mm. her like uh, as Ashley McBride's dad's jacket, mm. except it's being told in the first person. Yeah, because uh, Garnet's like this jacket has or this shirt has seen like kittens be born it's you know you wore it when you hurt me you know he's talking to someone it's mm -hmm. like you wore it when you hurt me you put a hole in it i forgave you but not the one who put it there mm -hmm. you know like it's it's been through like countless rainstorms it's dealt with when i had to deal you know when i was when we were taking care of the horses on the farm because he and his I'm, I'm assuming he's talking to his wife mm -hmm. and they run a rehab site for retired racehorses hmm. um, among other things and that is and that, that's cool uh, yeah it is really cool he wrote yeah. another uh, the small victories is about him basically buying a racehorse that no one wanted because they ran her into the ground basically hmm. everyone's like she's worthless she's not going to be she can't she can't she she's barren she can't mm -hmm. so she can't have babies so she she's no use to us there she might have been a good runner but she they hurt her so much that she couldn't run race unless she was doped up so they're just like oh, she's gonna she's gonna be dog food and it's yep. like how can you do that and yeah. he bought her and he said you know the ending is basically she's put on a freaking ton of weight and you know she's still alive and I just happened to check on her one day and there was her foal. Oh, you know, yeah. she was able to bear in my ass. He didn't <laughs> have to do that. But he's yeah. like, it's a small victory. You know, she's not yeah. amazing what love and attention can do. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good song. His sh The song, This Shirt, is definitely, I was like, this is like a third person version mm. of garnet song yeah because because ashley mcbride's talking about her dad yeah. who had this jacket that yeah. she's um, like and i took the jacket yep i put the jacket on because i was like this is a little not quite coat of many colors nah. little a few times not yeah not quite the it's same it's more but. of a connection between a parent and a child and yep. like understanding the importance of not a nostalgia piece but like it's appreciating the things that you have yeah um, even though like the jacket in itself doesn't mean much it no. it represents it all represents the memories that you have had with it and it's it's a part it's a part of the relationship that she yeah. has with her dad and with her mom yeah um because the the line is like all the rainstorms i forget what it is that, that mm -hmm. put on your mother's shoulders yeah it's kept it off her kept yeah. it off your mom's shoulders and yeah it's a piece to remember and it you know and you can argue that with a lot of items of clothing but sometimes it's that one piece that you hold on to and mm, yep you have your your kids hold on to it and it's got countless patches and mm. it's the thing that sits in the family yep so yeah i would recommend ashley mcbride she's probably my favorite female country singer mm -hmm. right now yeah. Um, all of her songs are very, they're, she just has a, just a very nice voice. Yeah. I like listening to her and her, her songs are very sweet, I guess. Mm. It wasn't bad listening. I just, there mm. was one just like formatting, I guess is the best way to describe it. Choice. With the jacket? She, yeah. Where she yeah. just, when she says jeans jacket at the end of every chorus, she just kind of oh. whispers <laughs> it. And I'm just like, that's little, little hokey little yeah hokey. it's like 
jean jacket. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like having Empu play guitar in front of a guy in swim trunks and goggles in the middle of an empty pool room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like so you choices. It is yep. a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any other, any other highlights? Uh, those were the ones that really stuck out. The rest yeah. of them, I, the one I was not a fan of was definitely Codeine Dream. It's mm. like, because as I was saying, it was like an important discussion, mm. an important topic. I just didn't like the presentation of it. That's fair. So Coulter Wall is actually from Saskatchewan, Canada. When he wrote that song, he was 20 years old. Nice. With like the deepest like singing gotta, voice he ever. sounds like he's he's like 60 he and does. has smoking yeah. smoked like 10 <laughs> packs of marlboros a day yeah <laughs> but but coulter wall is i've seen him live he's awesome and obviously i i understand like it's not he can be an acquired taste like not everyone's yeah. gonna like his style but he to me he's just like i've never heard anything like him like his voice is especially live is just like out of this world yeah. it's like no one sounds like that and his I, his his big thing is uh his lyrical content is a lot of murder ballads ooh. so he will that's right up my alley tell me i'll send you uh, i'll send you a couple murder ballads and maybe that'll change your perception this one's a little more subdued and like maybe personal to him it it just it definitely sounded like he was just high <laughs> I was yeah. like, if we're talking about codeine yes i can definitely tell he is either on codeine like the singer mm. the, if his job uh, if his if his attempt was to try to make me believe he's on codeine i believe him <laughs> mm. which yeah. a plus for that i don't want to listen to a song of a guy who's play who's going through codeine who's on yeah. a codeine trip right now yeah. I, yeah it definitely sends the point home <laughs> So I think it's just all the pieces are there. It just doesn't quite mm. fit for me personally. That's okay. Yeah. The guy below him opened for Coulter Wall. His name's Ian No. Yeah. Uh, when I saw Coulter live. And he is like, I'm obsessed with this guy. And again, a lot of murder ballads, a lot of like, uh, not quite murder ballads, but Letter to Madeline is about a man who robbed a bank and is fleeing and trying to like trying to get money for his family but he's also running from the law so that's the letter that he's writing to his wife is it I during assume like line. the depression it's not clear it's not clear okay. but but i love the ian knows voice like everything about him he's just like so cool to me <laughs> it's just so cool he's, he's so, so cool cool um katie pruitt um yeah i brought her up because i think maybe with country music you make assumptions about like um maybe the political stance or like social stances of, I of mean, the south dixie, like country the dixie music. chicks are also yeah. a country band and they they nearly got put and they are nearly had their careers ended because the right did not like them yeah they Which just is changed a big their name. part of their fan base they just changed their name too now they're just called the chicks you know, I don't know how the how uh, the like the their the people who didn't like their political leanings would like the fact that there is actually there was a drag show called Chicks with Dixie. Six. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> it was my first introduction to drag. I did not oh. see the show, but I saw the playbill <laughs> as a oh, kid in, okay. in um in Provincetown. And my dad's like, they're men. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. You're, you know you're all dudes right yeah y'all are dudes, yeah, are dudes. <laughs> um but katie pruitt is i brought her up one i, I really like her music two yeah. uh so she's actually gay and i think that's important to highlight like country music isn't it shouldn't be something that it shouldn't be something that people like assume things about because i think it is evolving and you know, I think so too. I just think it's. And... I think it's hard, harder when you are gay, trans, uh, you know, LGBTQ, and you mm. like country music. 
And don't get me wrong, metal, the metal community, if you are white, fun times. If you're black or a person of color, harder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least to make a name for yourself. I was actually curious about that because, I mean, a lot of my favorite uh, bands happen to be from the place where no color ever exists because it's so snowy and that's Finland but they don't really have a lot of people of color and so there's mm. not a lot of diversity and so I'm like well are there any people of color prominently in bands in metal bands and there are a few there's mm. a few um, would you consider more. would you consider living color metal I've never heard of them, so okay. no. cult of personality. No, <laughs> I, I've never heard of Living Color. So okay. uh, check out Living Color. They're right. an amazing rock band. Um, mm. I think they're all black, but I'm not sure. I believe you, but like this was like the the article was about the prevalence of racism in the metal community because they talk. They spoke with one woman who is in a, fronting a metal band. And she's like, do you have any idea how many people have either walked out or cussed me out because I am the lead singer of this band? Wow. More than should be, like, too many. Mm. One is yeah. too many. Yeah. Which really sucks because because uh, metal for me has always been, like, the, the main thing they press. And, like, with country music is community is very important. Yep. And so I hate it when gatekeeping like that happens, especially racist and homophobic gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that just, yeah. it just ruins the party. We were having a great time and then you just decided to make it all about you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yep. So that's, that's why I put Katie Prude in there. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's very important. And I, aside from, aside from that, she is also a great artist yeah. as well. Um, yeah. You, you, it's like you automatically get a pass because you're gay. Yeah. That don't work like that. <laughs> I was, I, I, I discover artists a lot through like NPR lists or like, um, yeah. you know, Pitchfork or things like that. A lot of times, like the artists are very much like, this artist is, is gay. This artist is a woman in this genre. This artist, it's, it's a lot of like really pushing that, which is great, but it's, it doesn't always land with me. Yeah. Um, and it seems like some of these artists, it's like, Am is, I is, the story, like them? Is, is the story behind them the reason why they're on this list? You know? Um, sometimes. With, I mean, just sometimes. because you don't like something doesn't mean no I know. one likes yeah. them. When I look at the artists and there's like, their most listened to songs, like 600,000 listens on Spotify. I'm like, okay. Like, it's not my judgment. I just think Katie Pruitt, is just like, I think she's really good. She is a country singer who also happens to be gay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, not the, that can't be, if you are going to be successful, it can't be at the forefront of your bio that you are gay. Right. Right. It is simply a additional mm -hmm. descriptor. And it's just great to see that like the LGBTQ community is getting recognition in the genre of country music. Yeah. No, I think that's, nice. that's really important. I know that the South is also very religious. But that's another thing. It's like, yes, there are a lot of people in the South who are not okay with that. But I think Katie Fruits are from the South. And there I'm are sure she is. And, and I have friends from the South who are also very open-minded. And yeah, she's from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so it's... And suburbs of Atlanta, which is like, yeah. so yeah, I, I think it's unfair to, to just assume it's always the case where like, you can make a judgment about someone after you get to know them beforehand, just because someone's from the South, it's like, assume nothing. You know, you are right. You yeah. are right. I am not a huge fan of knowing that sometimes artists who are a minority in any sense of the word have a hard road to fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because mm. you people I don't like that society gatekeeps like that. And yeah. You can't be in our club. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think it is getting better. 
I think it is. I think it's always getting I think better. It is. It, yeah. It's hard for me to say because I am of the of the minorities we've talked about. I'm literally one of those things, mm-hmm. and it's pretty well represented. There's still struggles. There are always going to be struggles, but I'm not immersed in the world enough in either country music or metal music to know just how bad it is mm-hmm. or good or how much yeah. better it is. I haven't done yep. enough research for it. So it's hard for me to make that judgment. Mm-hmm. I have a couple last points I want to make um, about the artists that I put on this list. All right. So my favorite band of all time is the Avid Brothers. Yes. And they're second to last on this list. And they are, I wouldn't call them a country band, but they definitely have a lot of country influence. And they're from, they're from North Carolina. I think the thing that, translates from country music into their work is how emotional and direct their songs are mm-hmm. and uh this song's really great head full of doubt Harper, uh road full of promise but there's a song uh called no hard feelings that is in a they show the re- the recording that ends up being on one of their albums in a documentary I actually forget what the documentary is called, but it's awesome. I think it's called May Last. All right. And, and they, they record this song that is, a, it's so heavy. And it's about at the end of your life, accepting how your life was and that it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, this is deep. And, yeah. But in this documentary, said there's the two brothers, Seth and Scott Avid. Seth sings lead. And it's this like very emotional song and you hear it and you see it and it's exactly how it is on the album. They do one take and they finish and they put, clearly everyone puts everything into it. Mm-hmm. And, they, and then Seth finishes and it's like, he like walks outside because he's just like, I need to lie I, down. I can't. And, and then he's talking to Scott. He's like, can we even put this on our album? Like, can we really make money off of this in a moral sense? He's like, how can we like deal with what we've just created? And to see it's crazy because they're like, I can't, they're just like blown away by their own, what they've made and like what they put into it. And they're like, I can't believe that people are going to buy this album and listen to it. And we're going to profit off this because this really shouldn't be, they, they saw it as like, this is, beyond like the industry this is like the art that we want they were really confused by it because it's and if you listen to it it's such a beautiful song and like yeah. gut-wrenching and they, they just like didn't know how to process mm. how they were able to go on after recording it and i was like whoa that's such a reaction to this it is a good reaction yeah i just the cynic in me is just reminded of a small story about Steven Seagal crying in his trailer because he had just read the greatest story ever told that he just happened to have written. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, I am seeing parallels. I know it's not the same, Yeah, but I am a cynic. (laughs) Yeah. It's not, no, I totally, I get it. Like it's, it's a very heavy topic. It's very difficult to process this. And then you have to share it. It's kind yeah. of similar to Poet and the Pendulum. Mm-hmm. Maybe when Thomas wrote that song, he's like, do I really want to share with everybody my mental breakdown? Turns yep. out he did. Yep. And he plays it live. Of the mm-hmm. three songs I mentioned in the last episode, I forgot to say that the poet and the pendulum is the only one they do live they don't sing master passion green and they don't sing bye bye beautiful any like at all they've i think they performed the latter once and they were like that mm, yeah, that's not good <laughs> that is that is too petty even for yeah. us <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah artists i guess have to pick and choose like yeah so they might not perform it live ever probably not mm. But having a recording of it is important yeah. because people need you. The, the thing about musicians that makes them so important is that they voice feelings that people can't find the voice for themselves. Mm. Yep. It's poetry. Well 
Yep. It is poetry. It is music. It is able to, pr- you need to be able to process emotions. It's one of the hardest parts of the human condition. Mm. Group therapy. Yeah. <laughs> everyone get a therapist. Everyone. We, everyone, all families <laughs> go to therapy. All couples go to therapy. Go with your dog. Your dog has mm-hmm. things to say to you that you yep. need to hear. <laughs> yep. And your cat, but your cat's also yep. an asshole. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> sort that out. <laughs> yes. You must sort out sort it out. Yeah. Herbie Herbie has thoughts about Herbie how you're thoughts. raising about how you're yep. raising him. And they're Winter all has thoughts about it about how I'm raising about how I'm taking care of her too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just plotting. <laughs> well, like I said, like you said, Herbie looks at is looking at maps. <laughs> Yeah, he looks at maps. He's crazy. Like he definitely is like under is trying to like piece together stuff that you think that only humans would be able to interpret a map or like read a sign, but I think he I think he does. Gee, Herbie, what are we gonna do today? The same thing we do every day, Ryan. Try to take over the world. Yep. That's what he does. <laughs> Just he doesn't move much, but you know, he's when he moves, he's with purpose it's with yes. purpose yeah and then the final uh song i had on here was aphasia by pine grove which mm-hmm. sounds nothing like country music no it doesn't but it was, I, will... I was like interesting yeah <laughs> but their genre is called alternative country just to point out that like any genre country music is capable of evolving Nice. And and having like different elements come into it, it I think has evolved. It, it has evolved. Originally, it was good, yeah. and then it became broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't so resist. true. I know it's it is interesting how how country music, like even mo- good modern day country music, is still very much reminiscent of old. It is a time capsule because it's mm-hmm. passed down from it everyone like if you look at wikipedia and you see any band that you like they're going to be like influences and it's just list after list after list like for example nightwish influences metallica makes sense among others it's like ah, that makes sense yep you know it's like of course like the Everything is in a country in particular, the original inspires the new more yeah. so than ever. There's very, yeah. that's why it is always so like streamlined. Yeah. There's not much, not many branches. Yeah. It's, it's rooted in tradition. Yes. That yeah. is what it love. That's what country, I think in country fans love about it, mm-hmm. which makes it hard for, differences to stick out Mm. be can be accepted yeah makes sense yeah change change happens i i will say like change probably happens slower in country music than it does in say hip-hop yeah hip-hop is is a genre to me that is like especially now encourages like outside the box thinking like pull whatever you can in it wasn't always like that they were like MCs in the late 80s, early 90s who were like very traditional. But I think it was artists like Outkast or like Tribe Called Quest or those types of artists that were like, no, we're going to do something totally different. Yeah. But still have kind of the same vein. Yeah. There's more room for, for innovation. I, it's kind of, and then everyone likes to put different bands into boxes. Like, yeah. that's why uh, Lil Nas X with his, um, old town road no mm. one knew what to do with it is it like, country is it hip-hop rap what is it and it's just like yeah. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter <laughs> right? and, and then billy ray cyrus is like i can help with that and he like did a collab <laughs> like boom country yeah <laughs> suck oh. it <laughs> yeah i know yeah and in the grand scheme of things like putting a label on anything is it doesn't yeah. matter that's why corn. When people were like, "They're new metal," no, they're metal. No, they're rock. And corn's mm. like, "Can we just be corn?" Yeah. <laughs> I like. I like being corn. I like. I like corn. 
I like corn. I like corn. But With pine the K gro- wrong. <laughs> yeah. Pine, pine Grove is is a, n- another reason why I put it on. They're exactly that. Like you listen to their music and you're like, is this emo? Is this country? Is this folk? Is this an alternative? And it's just like, oh, it's just what they do. It's, yeah. it's their thing. It's, it's fine. Uh, we put sounds together and they sound nice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And we sang over it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the um, end. Yep. But, okay, before we, we end this, hmm. have you been swayed at all? Because you were pretty, when I told you I wanted to, talk about country music immediately you were like oh no (laughs) (laughs) i was and the thing is is you said like well johnny cash is good and i was like he got me there but i will Mm. say chad kroger for as much shit as i give him didn't nearly kill an entire species (laughs) (laughs) johnny cash did yeah so i don't to be fair, Nickelback also might have performed at a place owned by one of Canada's most prolific serial killers. So everyone mm-hmm. has their yeah. own little everyone makes mistakes. skeleton in the closet. I, yeah. They didn't do it on purpose. They weren't like, oh, Willie Picton, he's killed a lot of sex workers. We should perform there. No, they just had a gig that happened to be where this guy was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guy owned it. No, like I never... I never was like, ew, country, all forms of country are gross. Mm. I just was like, I don't want to put time and effort into (laughs) finding country that I like because I have to wade through all the things Mm. I don't like and I don't want to do that because it's just so bad on my ears to me. And so it was very kind of you to send me the playlist because I wouldn't have found a lot. I wouldn't have found the high woman. Wouldn't have mm. ever. Wouldn't have Check even them looked out. at them. Listen have... to them. I know. They're you so, are... so does this mean I'm going to start looking into country records and trying to find songs that interest me? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I'll look into yeah, High Woman. I might get yeah. suggested to look into other bands by mm. this group that because yeah. it's like, because you like this, you might like this. Yep. And that's how it will continue, which is just how my traveling, how my music journey goes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll probably end up doing that with some of the other songs as well, but I'm not mm. going to actively, it's going to be a very passive thing. It's not going to yeah. be one where I'm like, suddenly I'm a country fan. I'm. Mm. Yeah. I like good me. I like music that I like. It's also mm-hmm. much slower than songs that I. Yeah, that's just am, a preference. I like. I prefer. I like, like we touched on, in our Nightwish episode in our last one. Um, you don't like songs quite as fast as I do. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons for that is, uh, why I like songs so fast is because, I run to them. That's how I run on the treadmill. Mm. I can't run on a treadmill listening to Code of Many Colors. <laughs> to Code of Many Colors. I'd be like, dying, yeah. dying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Then like it switches over to like a uh, box uh, dark chest of wonders and I'm like, here we go, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're about hitting we're we are hitting maximum overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm just glad I can get the word out that if you have never actually explored country music and it's you think that genre. it's not a bad genre, um, bad country music is really bad, Oh yeah, but good country it's music so is, is also really good. At the same time, bad metal music is also, but we, we talked, we talked about this off the podcast, Yeah, but at least like bad metal music can be, is like funny. Yes. Bad country music isn't fun, isn't necessarily funny. It's just like especially wow, some of the topics. So bad, yeah. especially the topics. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like black metal for me is probably my least favorite. It's got good sound sometimes, but it's hard to like discern. Mm. However, I like it because the history of it is also very fascinating. Yeah, and it continues to exist today despite 
being despite ha having two deaths related to the genre oh geez yeah uh we'll talk about that later okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah bad metal music is like is like the room whereas bad country music is like mano's hands of fate yes <laughs> that's a perfect descriptor yeah because it's like Oh, because what started off as bad and turned in funny, you can lean into yeah. that. But when it's just bad, you got nowhere just, else to go. It's just bad. You're just it's suffering just through it. And then yeah. it causes, and then, and then a guy dies from it because he wore weights mm. on his legs. Yep. Oh, <laughs> no, tragic. The, it is a tragic. Or Torgo. Name. Torgo. I am Torgo. The master am, is. Yeah. There was no Trust reason. Me. Well, yeah. Ugh. I take care of the place while the master is away. Inside jokes. Yep. Okay. Well, okay. thank you for having me and allowing me to talk about my my interest. I uh, thank me for having thank me for asking <laughs> you to talk about uh, country music. You're welcome. Um, I, no, I'm welcome thanks. for you and me. Yes. <laughs> uh, I thought that this was like a really interesting look because I for the past two episodes that we were getting ready for, I had to look both into a genre I don't normally look into <clears throat> and a genre that I absolutely, and a band I absolutely love. And I had to do mm. more looks into looking into mm. it and had to be like, how, how am I going to fit this into less than an hour? Mm. Which aren't, we did not. No, we didn't. Nope. <laughs> but it's okay. Have fun, Hunter, editing. Yeah. Love you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hunter. Okay. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll sign off and talk, and we'll see all right. you all later. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.